0: 7 Radio episode 11. Uh, My guest today is Zachary Hubbard who does a lot of work with numbers, specifically gematria uh, which is akin to numerology. Uh, A funny thing about the idea of uh, the system of deception that we now detect so easily um, is that when we begin to tell people uh, so much of it is encoded. The words are encoded with numbers. They have a hard time Uh, accepting that. Uh, I can assure you that this is in fact going on. The problem becomes that so many people who are looking into this deeply do not always come to the same conclusions about what the numbers mean. And while there are some basic ideas that are pretty universal, like the number 44 representing death, or actually four in almost any usage representing death, uh, there are a number of things that are agreed upon. Having said this, I would submit that it is more important to understand and recognize that this numerological encoding is in fact going on um, and what it means uh, maybe will get worked out more universally or more in an acceptable way across you know populations or populations of researchers. I would point out that last night I took the time to watch the movie The Martian uh, for those who follow me, you know, you know I'm interested in space, which is why I did it. Uh I found nine eleven and thirty-three encoded all over the place uh in this movie. Uh the movie seems to be a bit of programming to counteract the, the movement afoot that challenges the description of our world, that challenges NASA missions, uh Mars missions, all these things. It was clearly propaganda to bolster the NASA idea that has been implanted in the worldwide population of what space is, what planets are, what this world is. But to take this a step further, I would also submit that the average person has been trained to think in a way that leaves them contextually at a disadvantage when it comes to detecting the encoding we're talking about. And not only does the encoding go on with numbers and forms of gematria and numerology, which are probably quite ancient, Uh, If there was such a time, but it also goes on in wordplay. And let's grab a a word at random here. Let's use the word mason. If you say mason to the average person, they understand that it's sometimes used as a last name. They understand that people who shaped and set stone or laid bricks may be called masons. And they also understand uh, that masonry is also a secret society. If I further told you that the secret society that are the Masons uh, encode the sun in a lot of what they do and yet I come back to the word mason and I asked you to examine it and I say what does this mean to you has it ever occurred to you that there is wordplay encoded right into the word mason and that word play is this the sun in may or the may sun the solar sun in may or the may sun that is actually encoded into the meaning that is hidden in this word and so many people look at it out of context or in the context that they have been trained to look at any given thing where they recognize the vowels and the consonants they recognize how the spelling should be read and in that context they simply understand it says mason and there is a meaning attached to it but they completely miss what's being encoded in that word which is the sun in may um it's uh It's evident in so many things. But anyhow, let's jump into episode 11. Uh, This is the first hour. The second hour is on crow777radio.com, and it is a very good second hour. Let me run down very quickly what we cover in the second hour. Um, The hoax David Bowie death, uh, hoaxes of famous musicians in general, the deaths of these musicians, learning like a human being, Prince's faked death, the space lie. Faked shuttle accidents from NASA, the death system, how medical care has a direct relationship to the number 44, which represents death or the death system. Uh, We talk about 44, the death number, cancer, moon gematria, numerology, the moon as it relates to death, lunacy, and sleep, predicting false flags. Lunar influences in real life, things that we know the moon influences in our life. Freemasonry, encoded NASA missions. The movie Space Odyssey 2001, which many feel Stanley Kubrick put the technology in place that allowed the fake filming of the Apollo missions to be created and then presented to the public. We talk about the Kennedy assassinations, the television show Twilight Zone, TV programming, the 9-11 hoax, Star Trek, We talk about the ship from Star Trek, the name of it is Enterprise, and how all these years it has had 9-11, using Gematria, encoded right on the hull, right in plain sight, and also the number 33, in the same breath, encoded on the Enterprise hull. We talk about 9-11 as representational of a broken system stuck in an endless loop. We talk about the Bavarian Illuminati, prime numbers, the death system of our world, repeated history played by actors, the ruling class that may be living longer than us. We talk about the hexadecimal counting system and the base 10 counting system. We talk about the Great Awakening, the Flat Earth, the 27 Club, and the Gematria that demonstrates that their death dates match other facets almost to a person. We talk about solstices, equinoxes, the Virginia shooting, the periodic... element, or the periodic table element number 33. We talk about the word sun versus the word sun, whether you, you're you using a U or an O. Uh, in other words, someone's sun or the solar sun. We talk about cause and effect, which is also another way of saying karma. We talk about belief as the enemy of knowing frequencies, trolling online, and the lunar wave gematria. It's actually a heck of a second hour, and I would again point out, it is demonstrable that this numerological encoding is going on. It's not really an arguable point. What is arguable is what some of it means. And I would point out, it serves us all much more effectively if we get together on these things and don't infight about what the meaning, the specific meaning of given numbers is, and just agree that in fact this encoding is going on. Anyhow, let's jump right in. All right, man. Welcome to Crow Triple Seven Radio Podcast Number Eleven. I have Zach Hubbard with me today, who runs YouTube channel called Free to Find Truth. He has a backup channel. Uh, I'll let him inform everybody where you can find his work. I believe he's also uh, in the midst of trying to get a a book written, which should be interesting. Um, People who have followed me uh, understand my stance on you know trying to get anything published in the gateways that are kind of owned and operated by the very same at least type of folks we see running the entertainment industries Um, at any rate we're going to be talking about uh, numerology gematria and the encoding of our world and we're going to do our best to demonstrate to everyone out there particularly people who may be new to this that it is absolutely demonstrable that most of what we call history is being just clockworked out by the numbers Uh, This may be an interesting show. I did speak with Zach yesterday in preparation for this show, but apparently we were told Muhammad Ali has passed away uh, since I talked to him yesterday. So maybe we can get into a little of that. I know I want to touch on Prince because typically I don't spend too much time on what I consider to be hoax celebrity deaths, um, but I did – take some time to look at the prince thing and and it i mean i didn't even have to look far both the simpsons and uh the late night cartoon rick and morty had both pre-echoed that death anyone can go look it up on uh, rick and morty it's the episode where rick is brought in by all the ricks of every part of the you know universe or the different planes or whatever it's called and uh, makes the statement why are you dragging me in here where's the scientist formerly known as Rick and they show Rick lying dead in a cube like you're looking down on an elevator um, dressed like Prince with purple blood coming out so I mean I mean, it's not even hard for people to see these things but anyhow without without uh gilding the lily any further let's get Zach in here welcome Zach
1: thanks for having me on I appreciate it man
0: how are you doing today
1: Doing good, just getting up.
0: Uh, you're in the Seattle area, are you not? Yes. Um, I think I saw you over on uh, Spudgy Pang's channel, checking out his work on Seattle. Have you been following that?
1: Yeah, he's doing some great
0: work. Um, it's a uh, it's a strange thing, and I guess I'll ask you. You know, if anyone's opinion I would like to hear is someone who's been doing the number work all this time. Um, you know, in my view, Spudgy has at least an opportunity to forecast a possible false flag in seattle that would involve an explosion what do you suppose happens if someone accurately predicts this stuff do you think it would change how they're going to do it cancel it or do you think there would be any reaction at all from these people
1: you know I, i i don't know for sure i feel that us on youtube even someone such as yourself that has a huge audience relatively for youtube you know in terms of the world population it's still Not that big. I'd say we're, you know, we're small potatoes at this point. Right.
0: I I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish out.
1: I think you knew what I was going to say. I was just going to say, I think if they're, you know, intending to do something, they're probably going to go through with it, even if they've been exposed and 50,000 people have seen it online or 100,000.
0: Right. I mean, to me, and I've gone down this road of reasoning because it's a bit like the computer algorithms they use to data mine. It's a numbers game. Uh, It's about like if we consider 9-11, I maintain there were no planes visible to an actual human being standing there, that the only planes that existed were shown on television and forms of media. Uh, If that assessment on my part is correct, it it plays the numbers game where maybe there was 100 people on the ground – um who could later say, wait a minute, I was watching there were no planes and a hundred people in the scope of, you know, worldwide media is nothing. Uh it doesn't skew the, the you know the balance in either direction. Right. Right. Anyhow, let's do a little introduction to folks. Even as recent as yesterday I had people kind of ridiculing the idea of numerology and gematria, clearly because they're not familiar. Um what, how did you learn to do this and what kind of style or, you know, I don't even know how to ask the question, what type of gematria uh, does numerology play into this? Just kind of tell folks what you're using to do the, the research that you do.
1: Sure. So let's just go to the beginning of how I found it and and what I'm doing and how I figured out that there really is a rhyme and a reason to this. So. When I was 18 years old, September 11th occurred. And I saw what was wrong with that day from the moment it happened. And I've been speaking out, asking questions ever since. And in that time, I've discovered that my fellow man, you know, my fellow US citizen on average, they think it's ludicrous to question, or they don't want to question, or, you know, they think it's bad to question. People say, well, why don't you leave the country then if you feel that way? You know, these types of responses. And, you know, being who i am like wanting truth not you know not appreciating being lied to and deceived i've been searching ever since that time for just an undeniable way to present what i see to people and i knew when september 11th happened that they chose that date because it was 911 in this country it was just so obvious a national emergency 911 so over the years just doing research i started to piece more and more things together you know, when I was doing my reading one day, I came across the fact that in 1968, 911 was made the national emergency dialing code. World Trade Center construction began. George W. Bush had graduated from Yale and Skull and Bones. Well, somewhere along the way, I learned about gematria, the practice of coding numbers into words. And when I first learned about it, it was just something I I read about, and. After a while, I started thinking about it and I started to realize how, from paying attention to news stories, I'd seen a lot of the same numbers repeat in stories. A lot of people have probably had the experience where they read a news story and they see the same number listed three or four times in three or four different things. And, you know, I'm, I'm just someone who asks questions. I'm saying, why is that number showing up so much in this article? Well, once I learned what gematria was, the practice of coding numbers into words. And started applying it to history. I saw through things in record time. For example, we just made that in nine in the year 1968. That's 33 years before 2001. 911 was made the national emergency dialing code. World Trade Center construction began. George W. Bush graduated from Yale and Skull and Bones, which is a Masonic order. Freemasons fixated on the number 33. You know, he becomes president 33 years later. Anyone who remembers Bush before the election, was, he was going to win. And then most people remember how he won with the, you know, at first it was determined that Al Gore was the president. Then a half hour later, they said, wait, 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 maybe something's wrong in Florida where his brother was. Well, anyway, what I soon discovered after starting this research is things such as George W. Bush's birthday is exactly 68 days before 9-11. And in light of all the other 68s, when you look at something like that, at least, you know, if you have an inquisitive mind, you'll probably say, wait a minute, that's awfully suspicious. All those things happen in 68, and then George W. Bush's birthday is 68 days before 9-11. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I started with some small understanding like that. If you take this language of Gematria and apply it to the facts of the story, such as the pilots who were supposedly flying these planes— you'll find out that all of their names some to 33, all four of the pilots accused of crashing the planes that day, and
0: just Zach, so much Zach, more. hold right there. I am so sorry. I've got to get someone to watch this dog real quick. Um, anyhow, all right, we're back. Uh, I had to take a break. My little dog is having seizures today, so I apologize, Zach. Uh, you were talking about 33 when we left off and pilots, but let me pull the conversation back around to something people are familiar with. Maybe let's let's address Prince real quick. Um, I did take some time to look at that, and the reason I did is because I saw the global spell that was cast, and I saw how quickly it went out. Uh, I assumed that I saw the announcement for the death within minutes of it being announced, and I would estimate within, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes of that announcement, Google had already changed its logo to Purple Rain uh, worldwide. Right. and that's what got me looking and then of course there was the queen's purple rain beer but I'll let you address it let's jump into prince and demonstrate for people who may not have any experience with the world that we are uncovering here and uh go go ahead just grab it
1: yeah so let's go back to the death of vanity in february who died just before the 58th grammys she died at age 57 i made a video that day february 15th and i showed her parallels with her death, and the Grammys, and at the end of that video, I showed all the synchronicities between her and Prince, and my closing words, which I wish I said nicer now, was Prince better watch his ass, we might be reading about him next, because there were so many synchronicities between the coding of Vanity and Prince through this language of Gematria. In that video, at the end, I also point out how Prince's birthday is June 7th, Six, seven, kind of like the number 67. The number 67 in Gematria represents blood sacrifice. And in a lot of the celebrity deaths you've heard about this year, since New Year's Eve, there's been a ton of celebrity deaths. And in I would say about 80% of those, the number 67 has been heavily coded. Prince ended up dying 67 days after vanity. They both passed at age 57. And one of the big things that happened the day Prince died that confused a lot of people, you just brought up the Google thing, Niagara Falls lit up purple. And a lot of people were saying, whoa, 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 how do they have this purple tribute for Prince right after his death the day of? And then the media came out and said, no, 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 this tribute's not for Prince. It's for the Queen because it's her 90th birthday today. What's really interesting, though, is vanity – is from Niagara Falls. That's where she grew up. She was the beauty pageant winner there. Wow! So another parallel between Prince and Vanity. And just for some more information, Vanity died on the 46th day of the year. Vanity and Gematria equals 46. So does the word sacrifice alone. When Prince died, he died on a very special date as well. I pointed out all that was significant about the date he died on. The day he died, and since then, the details that have rolled out have backed up my point. What people don't understand is that when these celebrities are sacrificed, which they truly are, either that or they fake their deaths according to the numbers, one of the two, and I'll leave that up to your audience's mind to decide because even I'm torn on what's going on in a lot of these cases. The day he died, though, had many connections to sports championships for the coming year and I pointed out the connections to the NBA Finals, the Super Bowl, and the upcoming World Series. And the reason that's so is because, first of all, the age of 57, this is a special number in the world of sports. If you write out 57 as a word, spelling it out with letters, and sum it in gematria, and just for anybody who's new, I should give an example. For example, F is the sixth letter, I is the ninth letter, F is the sixth, T is the 20th, Y is the 25th. You turn the letters into numbers, you add them up, just like elementary math. If you write out the word 57, if you write out the word championship, if you write out the word Super Bowl, they all sum to 131, and World Series in Gematria sums to 57. So all of these sports championships, it's all connected. The date Prince died was typically the 111th day of the year. The NBA Finals equals 111. Because this year was a leap year, it was the 112th day of the year. The World Series will be the 112th World Series this year. Anyhow, the day the NBA Finals started, June 2nd, just two days ago, what did they do? They came out with the story that Prince... The cause of death was opioids. You know, they bring out the cause of death on day one of the NBA finals. And if you go back through history, you pay attention to celebrity deaths, the way they die, the way the details come out. It's all the same. You know, people are giving Prince more attention because he's Prince, but these patterns are ongoing. And the reason I was able to spot these things with Prince right away is because, you know, this is the work I've been doing for three years, nonstop. Also, since Prince died, they brought out all these other details, such as he made four nine one one calls leading up to his death, and they said the first call was made october twenty third, twenty thirteen. From the first nine one one call to the day he died was a span of nine hundred and eleven days, and they're saying he made four nine one one calls. And this is the kind of shit that they always put out in their propaganda by the numbers. Also, I talked about the numbers Or 67 in ritual sacrifice. Another number that shows up huge in celebrity deaths is 38. Prince himself in Gematria equals 38. Where he lived, Chanhassen equals 38. Minnesota equals 38. They said his home's going to be the new Graceland where Elvis died. Graceland equals 38. They brought out these details that a doctor from Oregon came out and visited him and brought him Percocet. That's what they were saying at first might have killed him. Now they're saying it's the other painkiller. I can't think of the word right now. It starts with an F. But anyway, the doctor was from Oregon, the 33rd state. Oregon equals 38, just like death. And the doctor's name in Gematria is the exact same as the word Percocet, which he supposedly brought him. So, you know, you learn this language of Gematria, you apply it, you see how they're piecing these stories together again and again. There's a whole lot more details to the death of Prince, but I think I've already shared enough. I don't want to overwhelm yeah. your listeners.
0: Let, let, me, uh, let me address something that you broached while you were there because I think it's critically important. Um, the further I got into understanding that the world we've been handed is not Anything that even you know resembles the world as it actually is, uh, I began to meet other people who are on different levels of understanding. What I have noticed is that some of the most realized people who have cultivated what I call actual human learning, uh, not the learning that you 're taught in school, which is memorization based but actual human learning, which is a bit like gaining an extra sense these folks are merciless and It's always baffling to me that people who understand so much can have so little patience with people who do not. And while I kind of understand it because it gets very frustrating, even something as simple as chemtrails, very frustrating to understand what's going on and have to deal with so many people who not only don't recognize what's going on, but are defending what's going on. Having said this, the idea of whether these famous people are dying – is a key point. And the reason it's a key point is because so many in the community of people who have become aware are unrelenting on how they judge one another. And I will say on the record that I absolutely disagree with this kind of practice. Uh, I, I view this situation as a prime opportunity for people to communicate and the people who are offering the most value are likely the people who will get followed But instead what we see is this infighting and these judging of everybody. So now let's pull this back around to the death. Um, You stated that you're not sure whether these people are dying or not. Um, Do you think that's true of all celebrity deaths? Are there any celebrity deaths where you're reasonably sure they didn't or reasonably sure they did die?
1: I'm reasonably sure that Muhammad Ali died yesterday. And we can talk about that in a moment. But I'm pretty sure he's dead. As for Prince... Younger, I don't know.
0: Okay. So just for the record, I have stated for a long, long time that in the false gun events, people are not being injured or killed. Um, I view the majority of the celebrity deaths in the same way. Um, I broke down American Pie, the song American Pie, not too long ago, uh, where it talks about lighting the sacrificial right and Satan laughing with delight and the whole kind of encoded nuance that is addressing the death of the big bopper, Richie Valens and Buddy Hawley. But uh, I guess we should just say on the record, I mean, is it accurate to say on the record that you're not very sure on average whether these people are checking out and actually dying?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to say anything like that definitively because I don't have that piece of information. But what I can show people is the undeniable patterns of how their deaths are transpiring.
0: Right. For example,
1: I predicted that Muhammad Ali two years ago on my first video I ever made about him, that he was going to die at the age of 74. And we'll get to why he is now passed at age 74. But this was something I saw coming from a mile away.
0: Well, I guess that begs the question, too. um, These are some of the most talented and brightest people among us in many cases. That's not always true of celebrity. But um, it seems to me, anyhow, from my point of view, that. If they were going to be killed, um, they would be recognizing what's going on to all the other famous people around them. uh, And, you know, I I don't think anyone would participate. And the funny thing uh, about the pre-echoing of the Prince death was in the Rick and Morty cartoon, uh, Rick pointed out that himself as Prince in the other dimension or whatever it is, why wasn't he drug in in front of the police because he had a record of not cooperating? And then when they flash to him in the cartoon, there's a purple smear on his face right where he used to write the word slave when he was supposedly fighting with his record label and things like this. Um, I would submit for my my portion of this um, that these people are in on it. Uh, not only that, that it's encoded. I mean, he has a song that talks about the D elevator. Don't let the D elevator let you down. Um, it's, it's hard for me to imagine they didn't know, but anyhow, let's go ahead and shift over to Muhammad Ali. Um,
1: real quick. Let me tell you about that song that I just want to, cause I, the, re- the recent video I just did on Prince, I talked about the date that that song was released. The lyrics are all coded out. That song came out on July 18th, which can be written 18 slash seven, like the homicide code. And that that song came out in 1984. I know exactly what happened the day that the single released for that song about the elevator. Let me just tell you, just for another example for your listeners, and then we'll jump into Muhammad Ali. On that date that that single released... July 18th, 1984, was the date of supposedly the worst shooting massacre in the history of the nation, the San Ysidro McDonald's.
0: I I was actually had a job that had me on the outskirts of that. I remember it well.
1: Yeah. So let me just check this out. This is the kind of stuff that's undeniable. So San Ysidro and Gematria sums to the same thing as massacre. It's the San Ysidro massacre. That shooting came on July 18th, which can be written 187, 18 slash 7, like the California homicide code. It followed the death of Ray Kroc, the executive who made McDonald's what it was by exactly 187 days and where McDonald's is headquartered, Oak Brook, is it Oak Brook or Oak Park? It's one of those two, whatever it is, Oak Brook or Oak Park, Illinois in Gematria sums to 187 and also the date that Ray Kroc died. January 14th is a lot like the number 114. The first McDonald's restaurant was opened in San Bernardino, which has gematria of 114. This is how our whole history is. I mean, the book I'm working on right now is it's going to be – I'm probably going to have to slim it down. It's going to be around 700 pages. I'm almost finished. But it's just example after example after example all through history, news stories, wars, celebrities. Our whole history like this contrived by the numbers again and again. In the 80s, there were all these shootings, you know, the Gone Postal. Every single one of these shooters from the 80s, if you decode their name, their name sums to 187. And it's something they still do up to the present in these shooting hoaxes. That's why when I put out the book and people read, you know, three decades worth of examples, you know, 30 plus examples of the same thing again and again, you know, even the person who wants to dismiss this work, they're not going to be able to because it's just so concrete.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. You know, in the job that I had that had me on the outskirts of San Ysidro, um, I was actually working in downtown San Diego. Um, One eight seven is the code, the, the penal code for murder. Right. Um, it, it, I mean, there's no doubt that all this stuff is encoded. I mean, do you ever in your book, do you take any effort to try, like a lot of people ask me, so what, it adds to 33, what does that mean? Um, is there any kind of, I mean, do you see the intent behind that question? Um, in other words, are these numbers completely symbolic of a coded system that's running forward like clockwork, or is there actually some kind of a symbolic meaning behind a given number? Like, so let's take 33, because we know the Masons love it.
1: Sure. So why do they love it so much? Yeah. To me, it's a little bit of a mystery, but there are certain things that I can tell you that make me think it has its significance. We have 33 vertebrae in our back. And think about how important our spines are, you know, central nervous system. The word nervous in Gematria equals 33. So does the word people. So does the word person. So does society. So, you know, it could be that the original significance of that number comes just from that. There could be other things that I'm not aware of. You know, think about what one of the most important things is in this world: the sun. The sun equals thirty-three.
0: And then they idolize. I mean, there's so much, you know, solar symbology in all of this, right? Um, And not only that, um, I in my younger life, I mean, I was almost full time into the oldest books I could get my hands on, and I was reading. Hmm, I don't even remember what it was, but it stated that there was a time supposedly, <laughs> hard to know how much of our tr- history is worth quoting, um, where all names, when when a child was named, you know, so many days were supposed to have passed and all this. There was a way that it was done, but they were all, every single name was supposed to sum to 33 And I remembered this um, thinking, well, does that mean there was a time when the system we see was being used in maybe a more beneficial way and it's been corrupted? But I thought I would bring that up because uh, so many names that we can look at now, uh, they do sum to 33.
1: Sure. Robert, Michael, Stephen, Darren. The word name itself equals 33. And that was one of my earliest pieces of research. I read the same thing as you. This practice and making people sum to 33 and the word name itself equals 33.
0: Right. Right. Do you do you think that we're looking at the vestiges of a system that was like co-opted or pirated at some point and has become the kind of perverted upside down backwards darkness we see now?
1: Absolutely. Or, because isn't that what happens to everything in this world? You know, you think about all this technology we have that could be used to do great things in this world. Instead, it's used to, you know, hold down humanity. So
0: that's a good I, point. You know, that's a very good point. And, and I have for a long time leaned the idea that there is probably a history we know nothing of or very little of that was a system that was more in step with nature or natural things as we would, you know, assume natural things to be that was hijacked Uh, much in the way that our law system is where most people think that they're being governed by common law and have no inkling that basically what's been done is corporations have taken over everything and that even their name uh, is a corporation that was created the day they were born. Um, I gave a shout-out to a guy named Rob S. on my last show in Scotland. And I know this is kind of a sidetrack, but he just put up a video where he's standing in front of a sign that got posted in Scotland where they're trying to convince people that using the legal name, the capitalized legal name is legal, And I just had to smile because, in my view, that is a damage control method. And I think it plays into, in a large way, what you and I are talking about here. Because for the very codified law system to have been corrupted to the extent it is, it cannot be free of what you're talking about. But to pull this back around to your book, um, do you mind talking a little bit about how you've structured that book?
1: Sure, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you how I've structured it. Um, I have two introductory chapters in the beginning. One I teach gematria, one I teach numerology, and I give examples throughout, such as what I started with, you know, the 68 example, plus a whole lot more. Then I have a uh, just pages of numbers that we'll commonly talk about and what the significance of them is. And then I jump into September 11th, because to me, September 11th is the thing that people really have to open their eyes to. I know if people can see the truth, of the lies of September 11th, you know, it'll do a lot of good because there's still so many people who aren't willing to look at that day who don't have any facts. It amazes me how many people I talk to that still don't know about building seven, you know, all these years later. And there's a reason for that, of course. So it goes from the introduction to 9-11 The fourth chapter, I talk about Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X because it's another very solid example. Both of them, their names in Gematria. Neither of them are their birth names. Both of their names sum to 93. They both died at age 39. They only met one time in history, as far as the public knows. They met on a date with 93 numerology, and there's a whole lot more to it than that. They both died by the exact same numbers very similar fashion. Numbers that are coded on the deaths of presidents and so much more. For example, Malcolm X died on a date with a life lesson number of 44. The word kill equals 44. His assassin got 44 years in prison. His assassin's name in Gematria sums to 44. Let, Martin let's let's King-
0: talk about 44 a little bit. Sorry to interrupt you, Zach. Can we take oh. a moment to talk about 44?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So Do you see a – I'm just going to give you a few questions because I think the the idea of 44 is a critical thing for people to grasp. And the reason it is is because it's dead serious. And we're talking about death here. Um, But it is encoded into so much. Um, Do you see a difference between someone encoding 4 and encoding 44 or 444?
1: Well, so in numerology, when you double a digit, for example, going from 4 to 44, you're magnifying the power of that number. And these numbers are related in death. To go back in time, we got the death of Philip Seymour Hoffman on the 33rd day of the year before Super Bowl 48 in New York. And I still remember when that story broke. Every single network had limited details, but every single person, CNN, ABC, CBS, all this, they all had the same thing, that he died on the fourth floor of an apartment. And I'm thinking, hmm, why is everyone reporting that he died on the fourth floor with almost no other details? Right, right. And then later that day it came out, he had 44 bags of heroin. You know, the <laughs> sheriff or whoever it was, the officer, collected 44 bags of heroin. And I'm saying, see you guys, this is what they keep doing. Why would a celebrity be, you know, having 44 bags of heroin in his possession? Does Philip more Hoffman need to start dealing? I mean –
0: well, that, you know, you're pointing out a critical thing here because this stupid fake UCLA shooting that just happened, I don't watch the news, but I actually was at my mom's and watched the ticker tape because she always watches the news. And it said they had shut down the 419-acre campus. And I looked at everybody sitting there and I said, really, you guys don't see – a problem with that wouldn't you if you needed to say you shut a campus wouldn't you just say you shut a campus but they had to give the actual square footage of the campus but anyhow to pull back around to 44 here here's an example that i noticed so that i try to do things because so many people are new to this and in my view what you're attempting to do what i'm attempting to do the the value of what we are doing resides on how people who are just now starting to look receive the information we're putting out there. So as an example, there is a show on American television called It's in the Food Porn kind of thing. And I started to look at the food porn because I noticed that what they were teaching people to eat and want is very unhealthy food. In some cases, if you ate that kind of food with any regularity, you'd be having a heart attack at an early age. But there is a show called uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives – Okay. So each of those words is D. So there's three fours right there. Diners, right. D drive-ins, D and dives, D. But right. they write the word dives so that all the letters in the word dives are blacked out on the sign except the D and the V. Now, I know the V is like a master number 22 and can have special properties. But the fact is, if you take two and two and add it, it's four. Right. So now there are four fours in dinners, drive-ins and dives. And If you watch the show, they're basically going into places and doing what I call food porn, uh, reprogramming America to be involved with a way of consuming that is absolutely detrimental to brain function, to body function, and in the long run uh, for a human's ability to catch on to the system because they'll be so kind of unhealthy and slothful. From having eaten and living that way, but anyhow, um, I, I know I kind of ranted there. Is there is there something you can add that I'm not aware of about the idea of four? Or you know, I've even seen people taking forty-four and equating it with the double doors, the death doors. You know, from sure. from ancient styles of writing.
1: Well, what four represents in numerology is foundation and. You know, we're trying to decode the work of madmen. How important is death to them? Is death a foundational concept in their philosophy of the world and the way good things point. work? Good point. Because if it is, that would explain everything about why they're killing according to this number 44. Very. Good. Also, I want to point out that Prince's death and Muhammad Ali's death, they come in a span of 44 days. Prince died on the 44th parallel north, the 93rd meridian. 44 and the 93 are the numbers stamped all over the death. Of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr. and many more throughout history.
0: You know, it's it's a crazy, crazy thing um, because you you've got to imagine there's an end game here um, at some point. But uh, I was going to mention something uh, about oh yeah, um, in my work I have paid a lot of attention to equinoxes and solstices uh do you see any crossover like prince died you know relatively close to a solstice um, right. all kinds of people in history, particularly rock stars, check out at the fall equinox, which is 10 days after 9-11 or 11 days after 9-11. It's usually around the uh, the, the 21st or the 22nd. But we have this crazy jacked-up calendar so that the cycles are screwed up. In other words, the same day is not the same day next year in reality. But right. do you see any parallels in the, in the Gematrian numerology that in any way correlate with solstices and equinoxes?
1: Absolutely. You know, we're talking about four. I mean, there's four seasons in a year. Again, it represents foundation. And I'm glad you asked me that question. That was brilliant. The word clock, you know, think of a clock as in time. The word clock has gematria 44. What's really interesting about the number 44 is when you write it out as a word, it sums to 144. And the word time in Jewish gematria equals 144. And when you think about time in itself, there's a lot of connections. 244 naturally, in each day there are 1,440 minutes. Just take the zero off the end. Zero doesn't really count in numerology. You know, you think about it: 12 hours in the morning, 12 hours at night. 12 times 12 is 144. 12 months in a year. 12 is the square root of 144. My my work. What I have come to understand from doing this research is that. Time is definitely the basis of how they're operating, and these ritual sacrifices, they're according to specific dates in time all throughout history by the numbers, and here's what's really fascinating about Gematria. You know, a lot of people have probably seen the movie Pi. If you've never seen the movie Pi, it's about a man. He knows there's some sort of code out there in the numbers. He's trying to crack this code in the world. It really does all come back to pi. If you, if you divide the number 22 by 7, it gives you the closest approximation of pi of any division you can do with numbers. 22 divided by 7. And 22 divided by 7 is 3.14. You know, they call March 14th Pi Day. For anyone who's like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about pi that you learned about in geometry, cycles, circles, 2 pi r, pi r squared, all that.
0: Which is three point one four you know decimal ad infinitum. Point going forever yeah right which is which is a bit ironic because that tells you uh, about if what you're describing as part of the foundational keys of this place we call home um, it shows the inexactitude the the non exactness that was built into the system with a number of the decimal points into ad infinitum and never right. rounds off but anyhow sorry go
1: so check this out if you write out the words. 22 divided by 7, all his words, no numbers, and you sum that in gematria, it sums to 314, very much like 3.14 for pi. And in my book, all throughout history, again, I show how they have coded these numbers. 227, 722, the reflection of it. So many things in history, these numbers are so significant. For example, on 9-11, a lot of people realized that the plane that supposedly hit the first building, that building fell down after the building that was hit second. You know, that's part of the, the, the argument that doesn't make sense about 9-11. They say these planes hit and heated the steel and they collapsed the pancake theory. It's all bullshit. But the thing is, is the second plane that hit, if you watch the footage, it hits on the corner. The explosion's huge outside of the building, which would make you think that that's the majority of the jet fuel blowing up outside, if this is real. Anyway, that building that got hit second fell down first. You know, logically, you'd think the one that got hit, you know, a half hour earlier would fall. Anyway, the point I'm trying to get to is from the time that the first plane supposedly hit to the time that the second building fell was two hours and 27 minutes. And when you read my book, you're going to see how heavily they've coded this number all throughout history from wars to fake tragedies. You know, think about, think about the Nazis. You know, a lot of people say, you know, they burned the Reichstag building to start their own thing. What day did they do that? They did that February 27th. It's because this Masonic order is a one-world order agenda. When people say Illuminati, New World Order, this is what it is. It's the Masons, it's the Zionists, it's the Jesuits, it's the people in high places that abide by this code. And they've been doing the same things all throughout history. My, my book is just the most redundant thing when you read it. It's, <laughs> I, I can't wait till it's out. I, I can't wait to hear people's response. I don't think I'm going to have any critics, man, because they have really done the same thing every time throughout history.
0: Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy thing. And, and I always come back to the idea of, did these people just get some really old information or did they hack into a system? And it always begs the larger question, what is this place we're living in? Um, I, I mean, are we truly living in a system where, where what we're talking about here is more than just ideas brought to bear by men? Is there actual, actually some functional connection to the physical reality of us being here and in the way you were describing time and 44 and these foundational ideas around cycles and death, um, you know, when you begin to think about the ideas that I have looked into, like possibly space as water, that there's a hard, fast boundary between what we call low Earth orbit and space. And uh, in my view, nobody is going beyond that. Or if they have, we've never seen anything that lets us know this. Um are we living in a complete construct here? Are we looking at people who have just either inherited or hacked into the very code that runs everything? I mean, what do you think?
1: You know, I just got another example this week, not a good example for for myself, but I really do think that these people have hacked into it as you just put it. I think that they figured out that this is kind of the way this universe works and they're aware of this system and they plot their doings according to it. Just the other day, it was a date with 44 numerology, June 2nd, 2016, the date they came out with the cause of death for Prince. And late that night, I found out that my sister had been diagnosed with cancer. And what's really bizarre about the day she was diagnosed is the word cancer the small way equals 26, and the big way it equals 44. And June 2nd can be written 2/6, and it was a date with 44 numerology. And this is the day my sister really got diagnosed with cancer. And, um, you know, it blows my mind, but that's just the latest example. And the time I've been aware of this study, I've seen how many things in my own life have seemingly transpired by the numbers naturally without me being aware of it. Cause now that I have this knowledge, I can go back through and look at like key dates in my life and go, wow, I can't believe that happened then. And so, so it, it really does seem that there's something, you know, organic going on with these numbers as well. And I think that's what the powers that be exploit.
0: So I'm terribly sorry to hear, uh, about your sister and, um, yeah, that's a terrible thing, but, uh, I think cancer is more curable than we have been led to believe and I have done work on the Gerson method and things like this but that brings us back around. It's the exact thing I was alluding to when you're pointing out yourself and people in your life having major events ride into the kind of coded system we're talking about. Um, So I mean are we looking at the coded system actually turning the cogs and the wheels that we call history? Um, Or is it something else? And uh, one thing that really got me looking at this hard was the Mandela effect. Uh Because I had heard of the word Mandela effect, but I had never really looked at what it meant, what the idea behind saying Mandela effect is. But I am one of those people who absolutely remembers when it was announced that Mandela died in jail. So – Have you done any work with this kind of idea? I mean, in my view, it seems to me the Mandela effect is almost some kind of a damage control, some kind of a a correction to a timeline, or I'm just not sure whether they got caught with their pants down and so the whole Mandela effect was built to cover that, or have you ever done anything that relates to this idea of a supposed Mandela effect?
1: Well, right now I'm just listening to other people's findings, and you just made a good point with how we, you know, a lot of us recall that Mandela died in prison. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, and uh, I haven't put enough personal research in, but I'm listening to what other people are saying, and trying to make sense of it as well. So, yeah, you know, go ahead. I, I want to make the point. Uh, Gore Vidal, he used to call the United States. The United States of Amnesia, Because Nobody Remembers Anything Past Monday, and that's always stuck with me ever since I read that as a teenager, because I recognize that about my fellow man, just how, you know, it's like, it seems that the average person doesn't remember anything for very long, they're like, oh, I don't really remember that anymore, I'm just, so I, in light of being aware of that, about my fellow man, how they don't remember much, they forget things, I see how... We could easily remember things wrong collectively. You know, like everyone – when this Mandela thing went crazy, I felt like everyone was focused on the Bernstein Bears, that example. And what I was saying at the time when people were asking me is I said, you know, I had those books read to me as a child. But honestly, I can't remember if it was Bernstein or Bernstein.
0: You know, it's uh, – it, it, all of this – The idea of the Mandela effect, first of all, um, when I look back and remember Mandela dying in jail, it's not to me anyhow, and to my wife when I talked to her about it, uh, it's not like an offhand memory. It was a solid memory that I had had, but it begs the question, this simply could have been an announcement. Mandela died in jail, and then later on, just demonstrating exactly what you said, how bad people are at remembering things because they've been trained in that way. I mean, the YouTube generation with your thumbs up and your thumbs down and your instant gratification, that's training you. Or, you know, here's another idea. The idea of so many people, like when I was a kid, there was no one who didn't smoke pot. I mean, you were hardcore in the minority if you didn't smoke pot. And it became a thing that if you smoke pot, you didn't have any short-term memory. But when I grew up, And, uh, you know, I've got many years, you know, in the 80s, I think is last time I ever smoked marijuana. Um, I don't think it's actually the marijuana damaging your short term memory um, as an ancillary kind of idea here. I think it is training your brain to kind of get lazy, lazy in a way that prevents you from storing short term memories that you otherwise would have paid better attention to. And I think that the system that we see around us is a lot like that pot. I think it is training people to one day hear Mandela is died and then 10 years or whatever it was later. No, Mandela wasn't dead. You guys, that's crazy. It's the psychological thing where all these people think something that didn't happen did. But then, you know, I pull it back around to things like Paul McCartney. Um, I have done enough. Investigation and I was so heavily into music when I was younger. Uh, I mean, so heavily. There were very few people that I ever met that knew about music as much as I did, even to the point where when I got out of the Marine Corps, I was a stagehand, a roadie um, uh, for almost 10 years. Uh, the, the, the Paul McCartney we're looking at now is not the Paul McCartney that was pre-66. And this also plays back into the idea of whether or not these people are dying. Um, right. I think a lot of these stars are literally being play acted. Um, and there was an episode I did not too long ago where I, I asked the very same question, um, what is going on with these celebrity deaths? And one of the most interesting answers I've, I've received was that when these people are given their fame and fortune, it's given to them. And we, we can kind of understand that that's a true thing, that someone is literally given the thumbs up, you're going to get a record deal or you're going to get a big movie or whatever it is, you are given that new life, fame and fortune. And what I was told by this individual was that at some point they have to give that stardom back because it doesn't belong to them. And I always thought that was a very, very good description of the uh, the kind of fame and fortune thing. But anyhow, uh, I wanted to ask you before I forget, uh, since the beginning of 2016, uh, what do you think some of the biggest celebrity events have been? And I know Prince has to be one of them, um, which is kind of crazy, too, because Bowie died in the same year and Bowie had way more effect on almost every decade since the 60s, Bowie had an effect, and yet Prince was held way more loftily than Bowie. But anyhow, who? What, what do you think the biggest events that made the most difference in the system we're talking about were?
1: Well, you just said it. I mean, David Bowie was the huge death before Prince. There's been a lot of deaths this year, but I'd say those are the two biggest. And, you know, look at David B- Bowie. He came out with his album, And in the music video he put out, he's dressed like Lazarus and rises from the dead. There's
0: more evidence of the not death. Go ahead.
1: Right. I don't think David Bowie's dead. There was just – the whole thing is a big joke. I mean he died from cancer right after he turned age 69. The astrological symbol for cancer (laughs) is 69. Right, right. As I said, cancer equals 44. Chemo equals 44. I I should pull up my work on David Bowie. I mean I have – 50 blog posts and several videos. There's a whole bunch of stuff I forgot. Then there were the other deaths around him with the close parallels. Rickman died of cancer right after him. They had the parallels through uh, Lazarus. He played the character Lazarus. It's just this is what they do to, to, you know, David Bowie singing about going to the moon, Ziggy Stardust and all this. Speaking of the moon landing, when did that happen? That happened in the year 69 in the time of cancer. Right. Cancer has Gematria 44, so does space.
0: The sign of the summer solstice when the sun is at its highest power.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And about to take the fall, for people who are listening, that's a critical point. Not only is the summer solstice demonstrating that the sun is in its full glory, full power, it is also demonstrating that one day from that point, it's going to fall.
1: Right. Right. So, yeah, for anybody who's, who's never heard me before, search my name on YouTube, Zachary K. Hubbard. Type in David Bowie. I have five videos there and a ton of information, and I just can't think of it off the top of my head right now. But there was so much riddled into his death. It was bizarre.
0: You know, it's kind of funny. Um, I had said in another – interview that I was doing or another podcast not too long ago that I forced myself to watch the 2016 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. Um, You know, my life heavily revolved around music when I was a kid. I was even in a punk rock band uh, in the 70s when punk rock was a thing. Yeah. Um, You know, there was times when I idolized the guitar gods. That's why I started playing guitar. But on the 2016, uh, it was right after Prince had died and the band they inducted was Deep Purple. The thing that always got me about that was Deep Purple is one of the iconic foundational bands that kind of set the stage for what rock and roll, hard rock would be. And yet Madonna, um, you know, ABBA, all these other bands were inducted years before Deep Purple. And I thought, why is that? And then in 2016, the first band to be inducted was Deep Purple.
1: Exactly.
0: The the drummer from Metallica was wearing a purple jacket because he was inducting them, and he took it off to demonstrate that his son had given him a jacket where the color was literally marked on it as deep purple, and it all dawned on me that they had actually held – the induction of deep purple to coincide with the death of prince
1: absolutely which also
0: yeah it's more evidence that nobody's dying at all because there, there's no way in my view to pull these things off but here's the kicker you pointed out earlier that 44 was a foundational idea and i said that was brilliant and the reason it's brilliant is because i have spent so much of my time and written so many articles trying to convey to people that the system we are living in is a death system. It is a death cult. It is based in death. It is not only based in death, but it is geared to try to hasten every person's death. Um, Having said that, in the middle of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, they have their immemorium, which all these big... You know, at the Oscars, they do it, too. They got to stop the show and make everybody cry to show you all the people who passed away. So you can say, oh, my God, I didn't know he died. And oh, look how young he was. Reinforcing this idea that we all got to die at around 70, 74, if we're lucky. Uh-huh. Um, anyhow, Bowie was in the immemorium, but no Prince, no Prince. And I'm thinking, really, uh, how can that be? So I watched to the end and then they closed the show. And for anyone who's been into music, you know, whoever closes the show is the headliner. They closed the show with a clip of Prince playing lead guitar, blowing away Tom Petty, blowing away all the other guitarists on the stage to Guitar Gently Weeps on George Harrison's induction. And that's what they closed the 2016 induction with. But they did not mention him in the memoriam. What killed me about that, besides the fact that they were holding Deep Purple to use it, you know, in the Prince death and things like that. Bowie, since I was a kid, Bowie, every decade, nearly every decade had a major effect on culture, on on young culture. And, you know, he even had the nickname the White Duke tying him to royalty in some way. My point is, is that Prince's death was elevated so much above that. Uh, I mean – Bowie didn't even come close to going as worldwide as The Death of Prince did. Why do you think it is? Do you think it is solely because of the color representing the Queen? I mean, we saw it in the Purple Rain Beer. I mean, what do you think is going on there when clearly an individual who dies should be about as big a deal in fame as we can get, yet this other person who made one album that was truly iconic and really did nothing else except perform the balls off everyone else, so basically this guy who was one of the best performers ever born uh, played guitar like Jimi Hendrix but only really made one album that made a difference trumped Bowie's death. What do you think's going on there?
1: Well, my, my guess is that it's who these people are born into, the bloodlines. Um, the day Prince died, of course, the queen turned 90 that day. Prince's birth numerology was 90. He had 90 in his birth numerology. Wow. He dies on the Queen's 90th birthday. The difference in their ages, 57 and 90 is 33 years. <laughs> on that same day, Prince George, the young one coming up, he turned 33 months old the day Prince died. And the name George in Gematria equals 57. 57 jo- is a special number. Scottish Rite equals 57, as in Scottish Rite Freemasonry. George Washington, Scottish Rite Freemason inaugurated at age 57 george 57 for the six first presidents inaugurated at the age of 57 so these are special numbers to these people and you know to get back to your question i I imagine that prince somehow was in the bloodline maybe connected to the royal family somehow some way
0: yeah, it's a crazy, crazy thing. Did you look at all uh, carefully into the beer, the whole beer thing with the purple rain where uh, the the beer purple rain was released on the day of the death? Um, the word rain was, of course, not spelled like clouds rain, but the reign of a monarch, the reign of a king or queen. Um, And uh, even it was strange, the people who had developed the beer had a color in their name. I think it was a green. I've forgotten. Did you look at that at all? Because, I mean, that was kind of above and beyond the pale that they could do something like that. And yet so many pajama people, as I like to call them, just completely oblivious to what's going on.
1: Well, I'm glad you just told me that because I did not know about this Purple Rain beer, but now I'm going to be all over it. I did some recent work on Budweiser changing their can to America by the numbers in their $106 billion merger with Miller last year. But now I got to look up the Purple Rain. But this is the kind of stuff that goes on. If you haven't seen my work on Budweiser and why they changed their can on May 23rd, you got to check that out. It's amazing stuff. I'm sure the Purple Rain beer will fit the exact same parallels.
0: Well, it's crazy because I watched some other people uh, who I keep an eye on. Uh, They were demonstrating that the Obamas were purple uh, right around the neighborhood of the prince's death and that the queen had released her kind of 90th birthday purple logo. But what was funny about it is the shades of purple all seemed to be relatable in a weird way when you viewed them. They all kind of coagulated together in a strange way. Um, I consider that what we're looking at is some sort of kind of, and I hate to use the word black magic, but I mean, what are we looking at here? It's, it's a bit like spellcraft, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Ha- have you done any work with the idea of this kind of mental manipulation, a spell being cast or the, sure. number, the numbers being used in that way? Sure. Purple shows up around
1: death all the time with these people. The word purple has gematria of 88. So does the word poison. So does the word program. So often when you see these death rituals, there's a lot of purple. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking about when Obama went down to Charleston nine days after the shooting of nine people, supposedly, (laughs) and how everybody was wearing purple in that audience. Right. And that was a ritual. That was a hoax. It's... You know, the patterns are there. And to me, I really wonder if the significance of purple is that number 88. 88, very important number all throughout history. You know, we're talking about George Washington just a second ago. George Washington equals 88. Uncle Sam equals 88. Eight represents power, the infinite ongoing cycles. Yeah. that's what we're living now.
0: It's a crazy, crazy thing because if you actually look – you know, there was apparently a time when color – Uh, by the educated portions of society was a language of its own. If you gave someone a flower, uh, that flower, the type of flower it was had meaning as did the color of that flower that you were handing. And while we've lost most of this, anyone who looks into the color purple will find most commonly, as you stated, it is associated with death and royalty. And that's kind of a strange, those are strange bedfellows to me. It almost appears to me that the idea of royalty once upon a time may have been something else when it was actually designed and implemented to truly help the population being governed. And that what we are looking at now are basically pirates. Um, They have stolen the leadership by force or by coercion or however they did it, and they've perverted into this very dark kind of black magic-y thing where it is all based on death and run by the power of corporations and of course the the prefix for corporation is corp which is a dead body which begins to demonstrate uh, the truth in what we're talking about here the first corporations were apparently implemented to protect black people and yet the first year that that was implemented more corporations were set up to do anything but protect minorities and uh, as we've moved along the same dead entities corporations have been given the rights of human beings right. and uh, you know you just mentioned you're doing work on uh, another large corporation mer- doing a merger and we see this i mean at some point the only logical outcome is that all corporations have merged into one super giant godzilla um but anyhow we're nearly to the top of the hour here why don't we take five i'll get my dog out and i'll get you back on the wire and i'll be able to save out this audio file and uh how's that